Welcome to the Resilient Rainer, the premier podcast focused on mental performance for equestrians and improved horse show performance. Whether you're a rookie rainer or a seasoned competitor, this show is for riders who want to take their skills to the next level and achieve their full potential in the show ring. I'm Nicole Burnett, and I'm a master mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you achieve all those horse dreams you always thought were impossible. Join me each week to develop a show-ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Nicole Burnett here, host of the Resilient Rainer podcast. Is overworking affecting your performance? We'll discuss why taking a break might be the best thing you can do for your riding. Today, we're getting into the importance of rest and recovery for both horse and rider. We're cowboys. We're cowgirls. We are not afraid of hard work. I think that is something that people in the Western industry pride themselves on. And one of the things that this can lead to is the misconception of more is better. The more you work, the better you get always. However, (laughs) uncomfortable or not, there's the law of diminishing returns. And we have this perception that the more hours you put in the saddle, always, the more you're going to improve. But it's not that simple. It's not a direct correlation of sweat equals success. And we fall into this trap that thinking that more always equals more. All right. In riding, precision and finesse often weigh heavier than sheer volume. It's not about how many hours you spend in the saddle, but also how you spend them. All right. Rides don't have to be super long marathon sessions in order to have great impact for horse and rider. Quality over quantity. Also, I'm going to bring up drilling versus skill building because mindlessly repeating an action is not the same as deliberately practicing a skill. The latter incorporates feedback, adjustments, and focused attention. And we'd be amiss if we didn't bring up the physical toll on horse and rider when we just go for more, more, more. Excessive training can lead to physical stress, injuries. For horses, it can even lead to behavioral issues like refusing certain cues. Overworking doesn't just tax your body, it also exhausts your mental resources, affecting your decision-making, focus, even emotional stability. Now, I know I mentioned the law of diminishing returns. What happens when you ignore these warning signs and you keep pushing, when you ignore your horse's growing resentment and misbehavior, when you ignore your own growing lack of focus, you run smack into the law of diminishing returns. So what is the law of diminishing returns? In simple terms, this just means that there's a point where adding more of something like training hours doesn't yield proportionate results. In fact, performance might even decline. Imagine graphing your performance. Initially, more practice leads to better results, but eventually the curve flattens out. Worse yet, it could even dip, indicating negative returns. 
So when you find that you're not making progress despite increasing effort or when new issues suddenly seem to crop up in your writing, you've likely hit this plateau. This is a crucial point where you should reevaluate your approach, right? Maybe it's time to dial back the volume, ramp up the quality. More is not always better. And it sounds practically un-American to say it, but more is not always better. We are all about working smarter, not just harder, okay? This is all about unpacking this fallacy of the more is better, introducing the law of diminishing returns, and trying to shift the focus from grinding away mindlessly to purposeful balance training. I want to come back a little more to signs that you might be overdoing it right? More isn't always better. Let's look at how you can recognize some signs that you're overdoing it. And we're also not just talking about you as the rider. We've got to keep an eye on our horses, right? They rely on us. Physical and mental symptoms of fatigue and burnout come up for horses and riders, all right? When it comes to riders, fatigue and burnout, they can manifest in multiple ways. Some key points for physical symptoms might be things like persistent soreness, frequent headaches, even diminished strength, physical strength. That's a red flag to check into. There's also the mental exhaustion, feeling anxious, irritable, or zoned out. If you find that you're making more mistakes than usual, maybe you're missing cues or your coordination is off, that's another sign, your performance dropping. And when the barn starts to feel like a chore instead of your happy place, you're probably burnt out. What about overworking horses? Because your horse is not immune to overwork. They can't tell us they're tired, not in English. So we've got to be their advocate. Keep an eye out for changes like sweating more than usual, heavy breathing, showing some signs of muscle fatigue. If your horse is usually docile but starts acting out, or conversely, is generally energetic but seems lethargic, these behavioral changes can be indicators of overwork to keep an eye on. Also, don't forget decreased performance in your horse. Stumbling, seeming a little bit less into it, just missing some cues, this can mean your horse needs a break. Horses communicate subtly, ears back, tail swishing more than usual, or even avoiding eye contact, these can all be signs they're not at 100%, and we owe it to our horses to be good partners to them. Recognizing the signs of overwork in both you and your horse, this can save a lot of headache and even a vet bill down the line. The best riders are attentive not just to their own condition, but to their horses as well, because a happy horse and a happy rider make for a great team. So we talked about the misconception of more is better. We've gone over how to recognize some signs you and your horse might be overdoing it. Now, I want to touch on the nitty gritty and the science of fatigue, what actually happens to you and your horse when you push too hard. Because understanding the science behind fatigue isn't just good to know. It's crucial for making informed decisions about training and rest. Let's discuss the human element first. You've probably heard of cortisol. That's our stress hormone. And when we're overworked, 
we're going to have more cortisol, more stress hormones, and this will have a negative impact on our decision making and on our mood. Also, your cognitive function and your focus will decline with overwork. So if you're trying to have a really good ride, the more overworked you are, you're going to have a really hard time focusing in the saddle. We also have physiological toll from overwork. You're going to have a weakened immune system, sleep disruptions, and muscle deterioration. You're literally going to have a harder time physically riding your horse. Now, for your horse, your horse can have muscle fatigue and lactic acid buildup. You know, some behavioral signs, you might have restlessness, irritability, or even some lethargy. And while humans might reach for an extra cup of coffee or an energy drink, horses don't have that option. Their bodies will show signs of fatigue in more subtly, but still concerning ways. And we as riders have to be in tune with those signs just as much as we're aware of our own fatigue. I've done a brief overview of some of the science of fatigue here. Now let's look at the flip side of this, which is active recovery. We're not just lounging around all day, although a little bit of that doesn't hurt. What is active recovery? Active recovery is like the yin to the yang of hard work and intense training. It's about purposeful, lighter activities that help your body and mind rejuvenate. And guess what? Your horse needs it too. So how is that different from complete rest? Active recovery involves low-intensity exercises that keep the blood flowing but don't really strain the muscles. Think like just trotting your horse around, right? You're, you're getting the blood flowing, you're moving things around, but we're not really straining. Or for you, it might be something like some gentle stretching or a walk around the neighborhood. We can compare that with complete rest where you abstain from any physical activity in order to recover. That is when you grab the cozy blanket and snuggle up on the couch because you are doing nothing. <laughs> so active recovery and complete rest are both important. Some things that that might look like for the rider for active recovery, light stretching, some yoga sessions targeting any specific muscle groups that are tight for you. Walks in nature are really great to reset mentally and physically. Also something you can do with your horse. (laughs) Swimming or cycling at a leisurely pace. Again, the goal is not to break a sweat, but just to get moving. And for your horse, active recovery might be grazing in a new environment. You might do some light trotting or maybe you do groundwork so they're moving, but you don't have the physical rigor of a typical training session. You could also look at massage or physical therapy for your horse to relieve some muscle tension. Active recovery can improve performance and reduce the risk of injuries for humans and for horses. This can help our partners to have increased longevity in competitive events and just better overall well-being. While it's great to move and be active, again, don't forget, sometimes the best thing you can do is rest, like full on, take a nap, rest. It's just like hitting the reboot button for your system and for your horse too. Complete rest is a whole different animal compared to active recovery. So scheduling rest days, this is not lazy. This is essential. It's so important to just mark these rest days on the calendar, just like any other appointment. Planned rest days can be a psychological relief because if you plan for it, you don't have to feel guilty for not doing anything. There's value in the mental decompression. Even when you love riding, 
a day out of the saddle can do wonders for your focus. When you have a a full break, you can come back because taking a break is often associated with renewed focus when you come back. Taking a break is amazing (laughs) for your body. You get muscle repair, helps with hormone balance and overall recuperation. Same thing for our horses, right? Complete rest can aid in muscle repair, stress relief, and emotional well-being for the horse. I know that all we want to do is do horse things, but (laughs) indulge in a day of reading. There are plenty of horse books there. Catch up on a favorite show. Basically, complete rest is actually an investment. It's not a waste. Taking complete breaks can actually result in more effective training sessions afterwards for the horse and rider. This whole idea of wasting time by resting is a fallacy. This is an investment in your well-being for you and your horse. A day or two off and come back fresher, more responsive, and dare I say, happier. Just like you wouldn't keep your car running 24-7 without expecting a breakdown, you can't expect constant performance from yourself or your horse without complete rest. Think of complete rest days as your scheduled maintenance. It's not optional. It's essential. So this has been a nice little shorty episode to give an overview to why rest is so important for both us as riders and for our horses. We surveyed the pitfalls of more is better mantra. We covered some signs of overdoing it, touched on the science of fatigue. And let's not forget, we broke down the value of active recovery and the underestimated power of complete rest. So the big takeaway here, if you're looking to excel in your riding and take care of your equine partner, you've got to mix up your routine, work, recover, and rest. It really is a trifecta. You can't have one without the other two. It's like a three-legged stool. If you take one away, you're likely to topple over. I hope this episode serves as your permission slip to not just hustle, but also take breaks, both active and complete, because a well-rested horse and rider duo is a successful one. So until next time, ride safe, rest well, and happy trails.